did the place well, since Jesus had often met his disciples there. And he brought the cohort to this place, together with a detachment of guards sent by the chief priests and Pharisees, all with lanterns and torches and weapons. Knowing everything that was going to happen to him, Jesus then came forward and said, who are you looking for? I am he. Now Judas the traitor was standing among them. When Jesus said, I am he, they moved back and fell to the ground. He asked them a second time. Who are you looking for? I have told you that I am he. If I am the one you are looking for, let these others go. This was to fulfill the words he had spoken. Not one of those you gave me have I lost. Simon Peter, who carried a sword, threw it and wounded the high priest's servant. Cut him off the sword. The servant sang the Put your sword back in its scabbard. Am I not to drink the cup that the Father has given me? I have spoken openly for all the world to hear. I have always taught in the synagogue and in the temple where all the Jews meet together. I have said nothing in secret, but why ask me? Ask my hearers what I taught. They know what I said. At these words, one of the guards standing by gave Jesus a slap in the face, saying, Is that the way to answer the high priest? Jesus replied, If there is something wrong in what I have said, point it out. But if there is no offense in it, why do you strike me? Mine is not a kingdom of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my men would have fought to prevent my being surrendered to the Jews. But my kingdom is not of this kind. So you are a king, Jesus answered. It is you who say it. Yes, I am a king. I was born for this. I came into the world for this, to bear witness to the truth. And all who are on the side of truth Listen to my voice. Truth. What is that? With that, he went out again to the Jews and said, I find no case against him. But according to a custom of yours, I should release one prisoner at the Passover. Would you like me, then, to release the king of the Jews? At this
want me to crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king so in the end, Pilate handed him over to them to be crucified. They then took charge of Jesus, and carrying his own cross, he went out of the city to the place of the skull, or as it is called in Hebrew, Golgotha, where they crucified him with two others. There's a certain reason we're able to gather today. We gather as a certain kind of people. We gather as people of faith. Faith is a gift that comes directly from God. And if we use it, it's a virtue as well. But what is faith? What do we have faith in? How do we foster our faith? The theologian Paul Tillich, he had a beautiful definition of faith. And this goes for people of the Christian brand, and it goes really for everyone. He said, faith is our ultimate concern. Just think about that. That applies to everyone, whether they've heard the gospel or not. Because everyone's ultimately concerned about something. Everyone has something that they think, yeah, this is worth it. This is worth investing in. This is worth building towards. So we have our ultimate concern. And we have many ways to kind of try and put the best possible one there in front of us. If we were to think for a moment, what are my ultimate concerns? You know, the things that I'm chiefly invested in, worried about, occupying myself with. We might say a whole lot of very noble things. We might say a, a couple of not very noble things as well. But we might have very noble concerns, like our children, like our families, like our society, like prime values that the world needs, right? And you kind of get higher and higher, you think, yeah, that's more valuable than that. Eventually though, and this is where faith in the Christian sense comes in, eventually you get to a point where you have a value and it's sort of beyond the norm. It's, it's, it's too valuable for this world. It doesn't really come out of this world. We know about it, but, but it comes to us as gift. It's our ultimate concern. It is the thing that's worth pushing right to the, to the top. It's worth living for. It's worth dying for. It's worth sounding off about. It's worth holding our peace about. It's worth everything. And in a word, what is that thing? It's not just a thing, it's a person. It's God. For people of faith, God is our ultimate concern. There's a tremendous irony that we experience in today's celebration which is the very center of our Christian faith. God also has an ultimate concern. God does have something that he places right above everything else. Something that he's willing to speak for. Something that he's willing to be silent for. Something that he's willing to brave danger for. Do you know what it is? It's you. 
you are God's ultimate concern. He would happily go to the cross a million more times if the universe had a population of one and it was you. Our faith is a terrible and a wonderful thing. So receive once again the gift of faith as we all gather around the cross.